city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 83. When last we left you, you had found the Shawante. Oh, uh, and... Yes, you had found the Shawante, then you had retroactively had a conversation with Iliosa, who sleeps. Then you had... Had a game of Shredna <laughs> with Crojan. Yes. But then we're going to have a retroactive one with Silver. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Silver Time magic. Yeah, it was epic. Yeah, the epic Shredna match. The epic one. After after Adam's the epic one. So yeah, the, the what, short what's form... The, what's the cult? Space is bent and time has no meaning. The short form of um, Iliosa who sleeps is that she's somewhat Iliosa's subconscious. Um, and really, really aggro. Yeah, that Kazavon is whispering to Iliosa and that... Um, while she is sleeping, her mind is sort of more her own. Um, but she hides. That um, she took the she took the crown because she didn't want to wear Edred's one as the as the first and foremost basic step, and then just sort of subconsciously called for more and more power as events went on. Um, yeah, I think I laid this out. Um, I might not have laid this out meta-wise last week. Do you remember? You didn't lay it out meta-wise, but you got yeah. quite across. Yeah. It's functionally um, for the duration of the first book. You are only dealing with Iliosa. She's only wearing the crown right at the very end of that when she um, goes to execute Trinia. Execute Trinia, quote unquote. Um, then in the second one, about halfway through the horrible plague where everyone in the city wants her dead and thousands of lives lie on her decisions, that's when she started leaning into it. Mm-hmm. Um, this really feels like a calling on the power of the dark side yeah. situation. Because the first time we picked up that her decisions weren't entirely her own was the quarantining of old Corvosa. Yeah. Yeah, because she was, and it was starting to act a bit weird. It was a little before then. That she, yeah. that she first leaned into it. Um, at which point, Kazavon started pushing her on her fears, and it's, you know, the plague will spread and everyone will die, you know, so I'm going to have to quarantine old Corvosa, because it's a good idea anyway, but I'm being pushed by my fears here. And also Gloria Arcana. Yeah. Yes, well, also, it wasn't so much the, politi- the politics of Glorio... The, the bits that were the politics of Gloria are more about Iliosa thinking through the politics. The rest of it is, you know, he's going to kill you. You know, they're mm. going to overthrow you. And in the meantime, Gloria is all like, yep. we're chill. It's yep. fine. Then, <laughs> um, yeah, then, then she decided she didn't want to be shot by crossbow bolts and killed by assassins anymore, so she trained with Tusky and got a little bit stronger. 
Then Renea betrayed her, so she got a, you know a little bit more watchful. Uh, then the Arconas and the Mandravius started dicking around, so she just got just, just a little stronger again. Mm. Then then Sabrina chose Lucy, and then she she got a, <laughs> needed a bit more help again. <laughs> then Cressidia killed her. Yeah. And, she, and she went grab at the rope. Yep. Fuck this. I don't want to die. Yep. Not like this. So Iliosa, who sleeps, has told you that she is no man's slave, that she will find a way to stop Casavon herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of general reference to you, that she did not want to know on any level what the hell you are actually doing in the Cinderlands, because yeah. she doesn't want it to become a conscious thought in her head. Which is wise. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Iliosa who sleeps and Ergo, a part of Iliosa herself, is kind of running on the theory that you're up to something out here. But the less she knows about it, the better on many levels. I think um, if Lucy and Sabrina hadn't got together, and if Silver and Iliosa had got together, more of Silver and Iliosa had got together, Iliosa would be doing a bit better. But I think everybody else would be much more angsty, particularly yeah. if Silver and Iliosa had got together. I think that would yeah. be that would be one of it that would be well, a total well, nightmare for Silver. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, when she learned that he was a Mandravius. Well, no, she knew she was a Mandravius yeah. from the get go. Oh, yeah, uh, that part wasn't not, a problem. Not completely from the get go. But she's known for ages. Yes. Yeah. Mm, she was one of the first people to find yeah, out. Yeah. No, but it was. Um, and Lucy was the last. Mm-hmm. The last straw. Well, typically Octavia was it, the it last. Was, I, I said to you at some point right towards the start of that, you know, Iliosa is hard mode romance, and, you know, because she's the queen and she can't be seen with someone unsuitable, because there's massive amounts of politics mm. involved, because she has a reputation to consider. Yeah, there would have been a different you know, path of her falling. And then I said, and also, there are other reasons that you don't know that it's <laughs> going to be hard mode. Namely, yeah. she's possessed by an ancient red dragon. Yeah. yeah well, I, I could feel that coming up, and that was why I was freaking out, and that's why I had to abort mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, just... I think uh, <laughs> having uh, having, um, Romance, it's probably a lot like romancing, what's his name, Black, the war, the warden and, Black um, Wall. Black, the, Black, Black Wall. Yeah. Having romance Black Wall, it's probably a very similar experience. Oh. Yeah, but Black Wall was kind of a trick. On the other hand, Silver would have shit bricks when Croft shot it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They shit bricks anyway. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but even more so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Thousand Bones had told you that Alas, he has no fucking idea what you were talking about, more or less. Yeah, yeah. which is definitely a bit of a blow. Um, given that he's our one lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's going to converse with people who do. That the, the Shawante had, you know, old treasures that he knows were taken know, knows were taken from them by the... Um, Filthy Shamek? Yeah. yeah by the, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many words. I'm glad you said uh, it, not me. By the Filthy Shamek. Uh, so he has gone off to commune with his ancestors. The... Answer he is expecting is you will receive no aid because you are Shamek. Yeah. He is only prepared to call the gathering of ancestors for you because you've already um, shown yourselves to be somewhat more trustworthy than your average Shamek. Yeah. And he is absolutely expecting that their ancestors to just go, nope. Mm. Um, unless it turns out their ancestors are really invested in that whole ancient <laughs> dragon thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it yeah. Does, I, I can feel the guiding hand of the plot here. Yeah. I could just imagine it. Yeah, I'm going to use the gathering and call up 
my parents, maybe my grandparents. Oh, hello, great, great, great grandfather. What are you doing yeah. here? Ancient dragon, red dragons are everybody's problem. <laughs> yeah. what, he's, what he's told you is that um, his capacities are he can call a gathering of ancestors, that they offer him sort of uh, vague wisdom in the ilk of sort of. It's not the same commune yes or no answers, but it's that sort of limited information. You can get sort of riddles, vague advice, some some quest, some basic questions answered, that kind of thing. What is he? Is he a cleric or a druid? He is a druid. Yes. But he's he... a druid with spirit magic. Okay. Uh, Nakoda mm. says that he has a spirit animal companion. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Awesome. You can't see it. No, no. Because it's a spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and if people start trying through seeing you might might not actually see things. Oh, it'd be interesting to know what shape it is. Um, question is, would you want to? Mm. Uh, in any case, he expressed to you that A, he didn't think this would work because he tries to be as honest as possible and B, he can only speak to ancestors that he has personally known. Yeah. So he can go back to his grandfather and grandmother but no further. So it depends what they knew. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what he comes back with. Yeah, but he said it, it, it was possible that yes. other ancestors' spirits would choose to answer. Yeah, but he didn't think but so. He's because not very likely. Yeah, because yeah. you know we're yeah um, the cause is not very worthy. And because it's Shamek problems. Yeah, because this is the first gathering the Shawante have ever held on behalf of Shamek. Yeah, mm. that's pretty important. Even then, he's not going to remotely let you into his tent and do the smoke ceremonies with him and all that sort of thing. Yeah, but that's cool because now we get we get to have the um, bizarre um, yep. bizarre um, Shantae party outside. Silver is eyeing up Crozier, and Crozier is eyeing up Silver. Yeah. Do you still want to play Shredner with him? Absolutely. <laughs> that's what it's called. I keep I keep forgetting. S R E N D A Shredner. If you pronounce it differently, by all means. Yeah. No, that's pretty much how you pronounce that, I guess. Straight? Nah. <laughs> oh, is it D-N-A? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I can't remember. It's true uh, now. Yeah, um, okay. In any case, um, Grosjean You are welcomed, you are most welcome to play a friendly game of Shredno with me, Shemek. But you should know that I have never lost. <laughs> because I have not yet, and probably never will. <laughs> because it is only uh, moon day today instead of toil day. <laughs> I cannot perceive a possible future where I'd lose to a dwarf. <laughs> so I am going to need the oldie bag of pencils, dice box. I've put the pencils over there on that chair. I presume somebody moved them. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's a bag of pencils here. Um, do we need a, an initiative tracker? tracker? Yeah. Oh, some, do you want to do the initiative tracker for me? Seeing Silver's going to be the only one actually roleplay, uh, actually battling here, it seems like doing the initiative tracker as well is a bit on the nose. Yeah, and plus I did it for him, so you can do it for me. Yeah, that's very logical. Yeah. Um, Silver in response will say, it, it would, it would be. Oh, what was the word for it? Um, you, you you challenged me three years ago to a Schrittner, um competition. It would be unworthy of me to turn you down now, now that we're here and able to have one. It's good to see that not all Shemek lack the challenge, lack the courage to take up a challenge. There is a, a 
height discrepancy, though. <laughs> Do you want me to fix that? <laughs> hey, looks at you. I do not think you will grow any taller in any hurry. Oh no, I, I can I can fix that. Also, South turns into a really really freaking tall half elf. It's the same height as him. <laughs> same rainbow hair, same everything. It's just a really freaking tall <laughs> silver. Something that says silver. You could nope. use. I need seven. Nope. What? It's okay. Adam's writing out silver again because the existing silver is apparently. Yeah, but now there's two silver things, and none for you. Yeah. Uh, oh just, my god! Silver gets two turns. <laughs> let's just keep moving on. And so, Grogan watches you do this. You know, looks somewhat curious, but not exactly startled. Magic is not a super new concept to him. Yeah. A city trick. I shouldn't have any change in my abilities. What you see is what I was when I was shorter. It I'm will, just taller now. It will not bring you strength. Mm-hmm. Alright. So I'm at least the same height as them. You have the same option that you think Garen might utilize at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, if you are wearing magical items that will make you better at this, like strength boosting things and cloaks of resistance and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you can keep wearing them or you can take them off as you like. Uh, but you think that Crojan is the sort of man who might also keep wearing them if you do. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't get a huge amount of choice because I my my amulet of constitution is a plus four. If I lost that, there'd be kind of something. Nope. Um, so so silver, <laughs> silver's going to keep, which is good because as Garen's battle will be the climactic one. That's the one where yeah. Garen goes all hard man and takes off the protective gear. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's always fun. Yeah, I mean, it, does, it doesn't occur to Silver that he could take his gear yeah. off anyway. To be honest, it doesn't occur to Crojan either, unless you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so, he only did it when Garen did. Yeah, yeah. so Garen, Garen brings that to Yeah, they are, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> so then, do I need to get out my Shredna loop again and put it around your head again? No, I don't. Yeah. No, we know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got the gist of it. So, Crojan kneels you in the eyes and another Shante comes up puts the leather loop round tightens it until you can feel that that light pressure just resting against the nerve points in the back of your neck and Shredner games typically only last for seconds but two evenly matched opponents might duel much longer (laughs) 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 and you have three breaths three rounds of trying to intimidate yeah. Um, do you want to go first, or it makes no difference? Um, I'll go first. So when I win, you you can call me Silver from now on. <laughs> I think that whatever you lo- use to dye your hair has leaked into your brain, <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps the heat has baked it. You would not be the first. Not many are strong enough to survive the heat of the Cinderlands. Right. It is awfully hot out here. This isn't smart. Smirks at you. Opposed and terminate rolls. Yep. Okay, do I get any bonuses because I fight with fear? No. Okay, that's just You can scare combat. him at range, but that's um, okay. meaningless to you. Oh, magic <laughs> 20. 
Natural frickin' 20. Uh, so 26, you are opposing. Oh, well, I rolled a 20. He nukes it. Um, yeah. So my intimidate. Let's let's get the actual... Where is it? It's I for intimidate. So that's a 42. Mm-hmm. Do I kick his ass with that somehow? Yes, 42 is indeed higher than 26. I know, but like, do I get a, a raise? No. Oh, okay. So that's two points two for silver. Two shredder points for silver. Okay, I don't have to try so hard to be scary. Second breath. Do you want to start? <laughs> sure. He, see, he, like you're supposed to sort of stare into each other's eyes and breathe deeply, and he, he doesn't quite blink, but he... You know, his eyes sort of flinch slightly, that mm-hmm. half blink type thing when you say that. Mm-hmm. And then you may have uh, you may have mastered the city arts, but you do not know the game of Shredna. You do not know the pain that you will experience. It is worse than having an aurochs horn drill through your thigh, slowly twisting, for the poison of the scorpions on its stink in. <sighs> and even that you have yet to experience. The Cinderlands have many lessons for you, Shemek. You can't scare me. I was brought up by the best. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, close and timidate. Oh, I rolled a five this time. Twenty-eight. Ooh, he might have actually won that one. Twenty-seven. Yeah, just by one point. Should. Mm, very nice. What can you have been raised by? I have earned the name of Crojan Eats What He Kills by becoming a man. It represents who and what I am and what I can do. Your last name is Rose. It will wilt under the sun if that is all you have earned, if that is all you are worthy of. A rose may be beautiful, but a rose also has thorns. They will stab you, and you will bleed. There we nice. go. Oh, fucking three. You're kidding me. It was How a much? really great speech. Uh, 27 again. No, I got 25. Oh, I, just, just I can do this so easily. Just, if you, uh, there's more intimidation checks. Yeah. I know there is, but I gotta make it. Yeah, like, I gotta yeah, stay. But that was... That was his big um, chance to get his lead. Yeah, there was any consolation. You had really cool dialogue. Yeah, thank you. But like, Crojan is a scary motherfucker. He's got plus sixteen to intimidate. Yeah, I mean the thing is that you are really awesomely scary, and you are more scary than him. But your Mm. gap isn't that high. He's got a plus sixteen. You've got a plus twenty-two. That means you're only about six higher than him. Only. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is that that means you need to roll well. And he need, or he needs to roll badly, and it just didn't happen for you. Yeah, oh. he's rolled 10, 12, 12, and you've rolled really well, then poorly, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, you maybe rolled. you used up your crappy rolls on the intimidate, and now the bit really crucial, and now you'll get some really good ones when you really need them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you stare into each other's eyes. Shawante puts his hand between your eyes to break that moment of contact for a moment, and then, begin. All right. And we make initiative checks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 11. Yeah, wins that one. Mm. So do you want the reminder of what you were doing here? I have to tell I have to tell him what I'm doing, whether yeah. I'm doing a, an enduro or in a... Yeah, a, tugging, a tugging or digging in. Um, if you tug, you're making opposed strength checks. If you dig in, um, 
then you get a plus eight bonus on those strength checks. If the guy who's tugging wins, he gets two points. If he loses, um, you get one. So going defensive makes your strength substantively higher, but your crew points slower. Yeah. Um, my problem is, is I don't think I can overpower him. Well, then defend. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go on to defense. Cool. And he, of course, will tug. Opposed strength checks. You okay, now I'm rolling, I'm rolling my full strength. Yes, at a plus eight bonus for the okay. game. Natural 10. Um, Natural 32. Ah, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, 38. <laughs> Damn. Yep, see, I needed the you plus eight, well but it didn't make one. a difference. A so plus so two. Two points. Two points for Corrigan. Yeah. Do you want to do the, the dun dun slash? So it's three rounds of attacking and then one breathing? Uh, no, alas, it's five rounds of five attacking. Rounds. And okay, so when it gets to five, so put a line okay, in between yeah, five. I, I, I so what is your fortitude save? My fortitude's 11. Cool, so we don't bother rolling until your score is at least like 13. Or well, his to, score. To the point where you can actually fail, because yeah. there's no point you're rolling dice and then passing, because you pass on yeah. ones anyway. So, second round. Initiative. <laughs> yeah. 15. That's your favour. So 18. He's going to pull again. Okay. Um, it really doesn't make a huge difference whether I win or lose, because I'm probably just going to have to, like, nail it in, because I, I, I can't... You want to make a good shot, you know. Well, if I pull against him, what's what was what was that? That was strength versus strength. It's strength versus strength without you getting the plus eight bonus. The benefit is if you beat him, then you get two points on your score, as opposed to just getting one if you beat him on the defensive. Mm. I suppose I could give it a, uh, I could give it a go. I'll go for the pull. Sure. <sighs> Oh, I got 17. Um, 31. 27. <gasps> I won! Yep. Two points to silver. <laughs> Yay! And the, the rock begins to sort of dig painfully in the back of your neck as Crojan's neck muscles bulge as he pulls against you. And it's just pulled, you know, the slightest half a centimetre forward and then yep. grunts in. And I am not going to do what I did last week and keep pushing the back of my head to demonstrate. No, I don't. My neck to <laughs> Please don't. Um, I lost. Yeah, his favour. Pull! Yeah. Pull! Pull! You never know, eh? Mm. You just don't. You just don't know. I, I don't know. The pulling one for me last time, so go. let's give it a go. Uh, no. Oh really? <laughs> let's go. A Nineteen on the dice. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No for me, not no for him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to add that up to know that he's beating you. I just needed the the, the context for the no. And there should begin. Sixteen. That's his favour. You declare first. Um, I'm gonna dig my heels in. He's gonna pull, pull like an aurochs calf. Come on, I can do this. Um, Thirty-seven. No. Oh man. <laughs> Last roll was a twenty. The nineteen. This one's a twenty. Oh. Uh, giving him a grand total of forty-two on a strength check. Oh Yikes. my god. <laughs> <laughs> and you're adding another one at the end of every round, aren't you? Of course. 
Yes. <laughs> okay, so I need to start making fortitude rolls. Uh, you need to add to me as well. Add to silver score as well. Yeah. Four. Uh, so yes, at this point you can fail a fortitude save, so okay. you need to make one. So 19, so I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... Wow, this is starting to hurt. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Garen, are you paying attention in your meditation? Um, <laughs> round five. Wait. Okay. So, he goes first. Uh, yep. So what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna pull. Pull! On the wood. Wood makes no. it better. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, yeah. apparently it's the picture of Garen that's the problem. Thirty-five. Yeah. He's mocking me. Yeah, he kicks <laughs> So one, two, yeah, three one. is the round ends. One more for Frozen mm. Score. Then fortitude. Fortitude. Oh, natural one. <laughs> you do not fail automatically on a natural one, but I imagine that will be too Yeah, it's twelve. Yeah, you're done. So I was supposed to have at least. Oh. You made it five rounds. Yeah. Oh, you had a shred enough fight with them. I did so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice reminder to the audience that Crojan eats what he kills is really good at this. Yep. And, you know, yeah. Baron is not actually. It actually did really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind the theory is like your average game for this lasts about two to three rounds. So I did because you know your average Shawante has like a fortitude save of about three kind of thing. Mm. So um, you um, and the average and the average um, five rounds with Quojin is considered to be really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I, I'm just a little disappointed that I couldn't like have some better rap rolls. He did, he did not get to the point where he needed to rage. And I wanted to get him to I wanted to get him to at least rage. That yeah. was that so, would have been me getting. So as as you are pulling back and forth, the sharp rock is digging into the back of your neck, Silver, and suddenly you can take that pain no longer, and your body just kind of takes over your will and goes, nope, and instinctively you pull your head forward to try and stop the pain. End up basically, it's sort of a bowing thing, your head pulls forward, you bow to him, the loop slips off the back of your neck and the pain stops. Yeah. Yeah. Crojan and Crojan <clears throat> takes the thing off, rolls his neck around a bit, and almost as good as an aurochs calf. Nothing to be too ashamed about there, Shomek. Bang! And smacks you across the back of the shoulder. Yeah, I can handle that at least. <laughs> yeah, um, an aurochs is basically a space buffalo so yeah, yeah. that's actually you know an aurochs calf has a has a rolling strength of about 18 without blinking so yeah that's pretty good he's actually saying something there hey rounds on me tonight <laughs> you did good he just looks slightly confused at this having no concept uh, of you know really buying drinks yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no bar out here why yeah. oh, do you think they called it a wasteland yeah <laughs> And he nods and... Mm, 
He's and the Shuante are clearly quite impressed that you actually, you know, basically well, they're somewhat impressed that you took up the challenge in the first place. Yeah. You gain a respect point, but then it is surmounted by Garen's efforts later in the evening. That's fine, Crogen, I got the respect points first. As Crojan <laughs> sits down and says, I have never lost <laughs> I have yeah. never lost a trip. <laughs> and I never will. Yeah. This is my second game of the day, so you know, we're kind of a disadvantage here, retroactively. Oh man, it's so disappointing. I wanted to get to like the second round. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, seem to, I seem to always have this luck. Like just like whenever I come into a combat like this, where it's like a a fun combat, I just roll ones. It's like, oh come on, I rolled a net. The GM doesn't actually pit the, pit the girliest people in the campaign against us for these things, though people challenge us to this stuff when they're no, actually kind of good at uh, that Cro- stuff. Crojan is explicitly the best Tridnar player in what must be around 2,000 Shawante yeah. across the entirety of the Sindel. No, I just, I, I, would have, I would have been a little bit better if I had, had, had gotten like... Yeah, I can yeah, understand you, you, want, yeah, you, you, want, you wanted to get the Intimidate rolls off oh, so that you got a good start before you got Yeah, crushed. and, and also I was kind of hoping I wasn't going to lose on like a one like right at the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> that's, that's a lot better than I was, well, not better than I was expecting from you, but better than I ever did. Not sure if that was a compliment. It was supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah, it's Nakoda. Yeah. He's saying yeah. nice things about you. Yeah. It's 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 not better than he expected, not because you are a failure, but because he expects Silver Rose to be awesome. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's actually deliberately not insulting you because better than I yeah, expected. He said that was a lot better than I was expecting. Is kind of, yeah, I figured you'd just fold immediately because you <laughs> yeah. kind of a wuss. It's, it's, wow, you know, that was, that was good. So that has basically been you have done sort of a day with the Shawante, you were then doing a night with them, and the expectation is sort of around what's going to be pretty much dawn tomorrow. A thousand bones will come to you and talk to Garen because he'll be the only one awake. <laughs> well. <laughs> I assume that, you know, you will probably want to be woken for that. Yeah. Um, he is Garen Rises with the Sun. Oh my name. gosh, you've chosen your name already. <laughs> It actually fits though. Yeah, that is actually very pertinent. Yeah. Yeah. And presumably didn't want to go with the alternative Garen irritating vigil guy. I don't think they understand what vigils are. Uh, Their lives are vigils. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would you spend the extra time putting hardship on yourself? To make it myself extra strong. So the the, the line that I I picked that actually intimidated him, like, properly, was me saying, you're going to call me Silver from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would indicate he's got a respect to Shemek. Yeah, that was scary. It was if you won. Yeah, yeah, if I won. It's just you seem so damn confident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes the the one where you come up with the really good line is not the one where you roll well. (laughs) (laughs) Sad, um, but true. God, it's like intimidates my best frickin' roll, and I keep uh, rolling threes and fives. So the, the point of vaguely interesting disparity here is um, Shawante, who have purely descriptive names, like Thousand Bones, have had that given to them, mm-hmm. as opposed to choosing it. If they have a first name and a last name, it is something they have deliberately chosen. Right. Okay. Um, Can you have both? Uh, no, because then you'd be like Thousand... I mean... 
that would be like Thousand Bones' first name would be Thousand and last name would be Bones? No, what I meant was you'd have uh, your name, but then you'd have the name that you've actually earned, which other people can call you. Like Corrigan? Well, Corrigan... I guess it sounds convoluted because then you'd be Thousand Bones eats what he kills. No, no, it's like um, how people, some people have like, they have their their um, their family name. Yeah. But then they've got their battlefield name. <clears throat> well, the thing is that um, Krojan and Gaiken and um, uh, Nakoda... Gaiken wasn't uh, Gaiken didn't uh, have a name. Yeah, yeah, did Nakoda. yeah, but the thing is, the, those are their childhood names. Yeah. Okay. And then the young... Krojan is, is his childhood name. Yeah. And then he be- at some point he proved himself a, a man of the tribe and became Krojan, eats what he kills. Yeah. So we shouldn't really be calling him Krojan? No, no, it's yeah. not insulting to them at yeah. all. Okay. Um, it's um, it's as much a title as it is um, part of his name. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, you wouldn't expect people to call you Mr. Rose at every interaction unless they mm-hmm. were trying to be particularly obsequious. Um, you know, when people call you Silver, you just kind of go, yeah, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Crojan is not bothered in the slightest. Okay. Well, Alright, it's just easier to say than he eats he eats what he kills. Yep. <laughs> and that evening Garen emerges from Vigil and crushes Crojan at a really, really, really long game of Freya. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which still only takes about like three or four minutes. Yeah, but yeah, it's but that's a really an, dramatic that's an epic record. <laughs> yeah, it's a really dramatic three or four minutes. And then we stagger out and there's some party. It's it's one of those things like the two hundred meter sprint in the Olympics where you know actually doing it a quarter of a second faster is a really big deal. <laughs> we share um, the Shante giving us actual food, and yep. we've killed some animals so that we're contributing some actual food as yep. well. And yep. 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 We uh, can provide entertainment as well. Yep. Yeah. A party would certainly be a, a wild exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're not really even having so much a deliberate feast for you as they're on a guest kind of thing, as you are just sort of hanging out with the tribe and eating yep. with them. They... Do, they Feast that it, it sort of looks like what you are expecting a feast to look like because they all come together communally and eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they clearly don't break out a wide variety of alcohols and streamers and all this sort of thing. It's yeah. more like a family dinner. Yeah. All right. Big ass family. But, you know, afterwards, are they interested in, you know, people singing and perhaps some kind of people singing with some kind of fireworks display going off in the background? <laughs> it depends how well they sing. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully better than I play the play Trina. <laughs> <laughs> says the uh I forgot what the name of that clan are one moment. Uh, the skull the skull choir don't have uh, the skull choir don't have a lot in the way of bards and music and entertainment. It's not something people it's not something many people have the time or the energy to seek out but it's certainly not discouraged if anything uh, those who make the time and those who make the time and have the skill are well well looked upon so they don't have many thunder callers it's what i've taught you is a technique more adapted to suit corvosa out here it's it's more about the shout than the song. They don't use it from you for entertainment. Yep. They use it to fight people. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like, I mean, obviously they're they're using it to to fight. But 
So you're saying that they don't they don't learn how to sing, or they don't learn to sing like? Certainly not um, particularly well. Um, among other things, um, <clears throat> Nakota's uh, primary performance skill is tribal chanting. Mm. Uh, he has since learned singing mm-hmm. in Corvosa. Okay. What's his skill level on that? Uh, plus eight. Oh, nice. He's got the, the uh, bard thing where you, that you get a second level bard where you can do multiple different kinds of performances. Yeah, yeah. So he has sing could... and tribal singing. <clears throat> right. is, is his intelligence high enough that he could do another instrument on top of that? Uh, no, actually, his intelligence is only a ten. Oh, but he does get an option of doing one extra instrument yeah, anyway. Yeah, he is wise, not um, educated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it, could we do a performance for the show? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Nakoda's message is, you know, like, don't. they are certainly not expecting it, but no one's going to be upset. Yeah. So, you know, if you two are singing, can I provide you with a background fireworks display with my illusionist? Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, right. so can we get like a performance check and then I provide okay. an aid with Proficient Street Magician? Yep, by all means. Yay! Um, so I, I take it Nakoda wants to join in. Certainly. So you can give me a plus two? Yes, which he can do with these. Yeah, okay. and I can't fail so, my um, Street I'm, Magician. I'm going to do a mini concert. Um, basically, I'm going to announce to them that we're going to play some, some music from the Shante and Corvosa. And the. That gets a few looks. Oh, really? Okay. What, like bad looks or good yeah, looks? Yeah, bad looks. There aren't any Shawante and Corvosa. Oh, well, I'll, 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 okay. Um, I'll describe it in the way that's appropriate. Like, we're going to play some of the songs that we've learned in Corvosa. Some of them, well, actually most of these I would have created myself, but yeah, with their yeah, assistance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <coughs> we're going to play some songs with a show, from a Shawante influence. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Like, I'll be saying it in the way that's appropriate. I'm yeah. just paraphrasing yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I'm an- announcing it that it's music from Corvosa yeah. so that they understand these are, this is why you don't know this music. Yeah, yeah. they're certainly not expecting you to lead out with their show on I mean, given the, the importance that those chants probably have, they'd probably be more upset if you knew them than happy about that. Well, it's, it's very much... Um, it's a performance in the same way the haka is a performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no doubt it's an art, it's a performance art, but it's not the same as a rock concert by any yeah. of imagination. Um, so the first song is probably going to be a little bit more traditional. I mean, obviously all of this music will be performed in Shawante, yeah. so they know what the words is. Uh, the first performance will be uh, a more traditional type of song. Um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be a totem spear like would they where they have kind of like it's not a fight but it's a dance off yeah um, but you roll the totem spear and get that yeah so effect. it's a totem spear performance yep. and then there's also chanting going on yep. with it um, and that's kind of a, a silver versus Nakota fight yeah, sort of you dance around and basically spin the spheres duck under each other clang them off each other yeah. reverse them that kind yeah of thing. and then it's dramatic like, moments boom yes. boom <laughs> um, the second song will be um, never live in fear because mm-hmm. that needs to come up at some point because it's a that's a Corvosan so, song. Sung in Shawante language. Yes, everything yep. sung in Shawante because they don't know yep. um, they don't know Taldane. And I'll I'll lead off I'll I'll finish off with a, a a bar song. Essentially, I'm going for vibes of Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping, but with Shawante. <laughs> 
I get knocked, knocked down, down by convulsions, but I get up again. Then they're never going to keep me down. down. <laughs> well, not by convulsions, yeah. but like you know, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get <laughs> so it's, it's got kind of the, the Show whole. Shorter rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, cool. and it's it's kind of like meant to be kind of an energizing drink. That, cool. Yeah. So those are the the three songs that we're going to perform. Yeah. So you're rolling at a plus four on this. Uh, yeah. The two aids that you have. Oh god, come on, give me something decent. I'll be so upset if you give me like blows. Come on, you can do this. Now you it. 19! Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So. So we're doing song and wind. So that's um, yes. plus 18. Yep. So that's 35 plus 4, which is 39. Can I have a player's handbook? Can I crit a team with it? Can I crit a whole entire Shorte party with my performance check? Can you crit <laughs> They fall down bleeding from the ears. No, suddenly, well, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly alcohol appears in you're, all of their hands and they have a good time. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm really making up for this, this fight. Oh well. Okay. So. Initially, when you start this, the Shuante are, you know, just kind of interested because yeah. you're uh, putting on a performance generally. Yeah. Um, but they certainly don't all sit down to watch this. Among other things, it's pretty clear that something pretty goddamn important is going to be happening before the sentries come off their watch, off their watch patrols kind of mm. thing. Um, you know, and many people might go and get extra sleep while it is night and freezing and they would have yeah, yeah. to be you know in their huts and furs and that sort of thing and as this so you, you've got sort of moderate interest to start with and as about the first one starts concluding people are either coming out of their tents to look at this or further away the people who are getting drawn by the you know they can't hear the music but they can hear the hubbub of the excited people yeah, and they're yeah. coming over to see what's happening there as well um, by the end of it you've got the sentinels who are on watch I haven't come to the concert, but they've all pulled in around the camp slightly where they can listen, if not watch, sort of thing, and keep track of what's going on. And when this, um, when this ends, you get the Shawante whistle loudly in their way of showing appreciation. I had an awesome concert. I rolled 41 on my performance check. Uh, (laughs) And as you have succeeded high enough to perform an extraordinary performance and draw the attention of extra planar beings. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Sierra knows this one. (laughs) Suddenly, we didn't have to roll 20s to get a 40 performance. She just kind of had to show up. (laughs) So basically, um, the Shawante are not going to, the Skullcore are not going to be terribly impressed by an adequate performance. Or even really, like a like a twenty is a great performance, mm. which is really good. But because they're not all that art focused, it's not that big a deal to them. Mm. So you've got to hit the really high DCs yeah. to get the really good results here, which you have done so. Mm. So they are very impressed by this, and several of them will come up after you and talk to you and Shawante, and you know, 
what are you know you must you must sing this again what are the words you know, we will we will bring the others you know you will teach us the song <laughs> the it now becomes a Charante song yes uh, as you have hit a difficulty 30 performance check you oh, gain okay. another respect point with them Ooh, wow excellent like it's a thing that you can do but you have to do it really well oh so what, what was that one called like what was the the, t- the the thing for that one? Uh, I have it listed. I have this listed in a somewhat vague way. Of you have delighted the show. Ooh, I have delighted them. So I get a, a rainbow. And we have delighted them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was a rainbow one because it was my coder and I help. <laughs> yes. No, you guys did like amazing. <laughs> that was an awesome concert. Well done. That was. <laughs> having seen this. Um, but somebody will come to approach you for something that I suspect is not going to get any takers. Um, it's Nivesy. It is. It's Shawante Nivesy playing with Turdum Spears. Oh no! Bruce oh, Nivesy's ever. Oh, oh, it's Blood Pig. It's made it this far. No, you can't fight pigs in the wastelands. Anyway. <laughs> she, a woman comes up to Silver in, and sp- starts speaking to you in Chante and she nods to you and so it says you know I, I was I was interested in the song you know what are the words blah 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 she sits down yeah. she learns it with you know probably another like three dozen <coughs> Chante sort of yeah. thing you go through this several times um, afterwards she comes up to you um, not particularly subtly eyes you up and down looking at your legs in particular <laughs> <laughs> you are silver le- whose legs don't quit. Yeah. I am tel- Telma breaks with thighs. <laughs> oh my god! And silver's like. <laughs> and she clearly doesn't see anything amiss or smutty or in the slightest in her name. Mm. Um. <laughs> I fucking love that name. It's so boss. <laughs> she says, "I am I am a burn rider of the Skull Choir, and you know what uh, that is. Um, they are their particularly accomplished horse horsemen, horsewoman in this case. Mm. Horse people is just dumb. Um, the the their um the horses they have are not physically anything compl- particularly different from the horses you have in Corvosa." Mm. But the burn riders basically teach them to face down fire, so the mm. horses are not afraid and will do things normal horses won't, like ride through walls of fire and ember storms. That's and this incredible. Sort of thing. Um, and she, and she says, "I see that I see that you have ridden here. Do any of you ride?" Makoda does. <laughs> well, obviously, you ride. I think the context is obvious for what she's asking. Oh, um, you know. She, Says, do any of you have any great? Do any of you have any great skill in saddle? Is is this meant to be a, like Silver would be able to tell? I can't. Is this meant to be her giving a double entendre? No, no, not no. even slightly. No, just, You're looking just, at this and realizing, oh, she's she's Telma breaks with thighs because she breaks the horses in with them. 
she's a really great writer and she's yeah. a, she's legitimate I, I thought yeah. that too but she's yeah. legitimately asking if anyone is good good a good writer she is not a good writer here 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 she is definitely checking out your legs and going like mm, you know mm. what are those thighs and calves looking strong in the way of you know because that's yeah. nice to see on that as well <laughs> um but no, this is this is about your horsemanship as opposed to wanting to bang you. Oh damn it! Uh, among I other have things, the right character, but not here. <laughs> among other things, she doesn't. Even if she finds you attractive, which she really clearly does, she's mm. not really making any bones about it. She's not going to sleep with you, or certainly not without you exerting considerable effort, because. Yeah. They don't want your filthy charming babies, most yeah. happily, yeah. and you're certainly not going to be invited to marry her and become part of the tribe. No. <laughs> so, what is she? What is she asking? Is she wanting to have a, a battle? Uh, basically, she is coming to inquire if anyone wants to have a horseman, um, a, a riding contest. Okay. So, do, does anyone in the group have a handle animal check? Uh, unlike Crojan, this is not a particularly big public challenge, so there's no downside to turning it down. It okay. is merely an opportunity to garner respect. Uh, uh, it's survival. No, it's, it's handle not, animal. Oh, it is handle animal? I yeah, there survival. is a skill for handle animal. Right. Um, and can you give me, um, Silver and anyone else who gets made aware of this, a um, knowledge civilization check? Yeah. Oh, natural 20 from me. I'm, well, I'm on the board now. And 27. Uh, 31. Oh! Research talk! It's yeah. the thing he specifically Both of you know... That the um, the Skullquar, uh, because this hasn't been made like a big public challenge of your, your manhood, whatever mm. the translation of that is, to a people as whole. Well. Yeah. Is there one? Just a challenge. Yeah. What happens when you get a woman to prove her manhood? Yeah, it hasn't been made as like a big sort of public thing. So there is no penalty for not accepting this. Um, succeeding well in it can earn you respect because good writers are prized among the Shawante. Failing at it won't cause you any problems. Failing badly at it will. Mm. If you put yourselves out there and it becomes clear that you ride like children... Yeah. then yeah, you can yeah, actively yeah. lose respect on this challenge. So I, I don't think it overly favours you, but the it has been floated to you anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. I, think, I think honesty is the best policy here. Mm-hmm. We are not writers. Yeah. We're not okay. skilled writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll go back to you. Let's not waste time. Thank, thank you for the offer. Um, unfortunately, that's that's not where our talents lie. Yeah. She doesn't seem particularly put out by this. I had thought that I had thought that was the case. So I, under, I understand. I speak in a deep, manly voice. <laughs> That's fine. I thought that was the case. I I understood that your city street. I understood that your city streets. She says and translates the word into Teldane because there kind of isn't a show yeah, yeah. equivalent. Um, uh, paved with hard rock that stabs at feet. Uh, that few, if any, people ride through it. Yeah, well, certainly not at the speeds you would. Oh, well, it is, a, it is as I thought then. I have enjoyed the songs. Thank you, Silver. If you ever wish to learn, she, she up and down. I think you have a fine, you have a fine seat. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So it's just a little bit smutty. Yeah. It's not nearly as smutty as we thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be super, super yeah. smutty. Yeah, yeah that, I was right there with you. Yeah, she, she, goes, she goes after what she wants, but she has a level of class. Yeah, she basically, you know, the kind of thing she finds attractive in a guy is 
great legs because yep. she's into her horsemanship. Which means this is yet another place town could make you complex. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> With tennis, the Except he's the shemekiest shemek that ever Like, his legs might draw attention. Um, you know, animals do kind of like him. <laughs> Animals got, do. Yeah, Tanith is very personable. High, yeah. high charisma is a skill for a handle animal. Yeah. Uh, he has ranks, Tanith has ranks in handle animal oh. because he can ride. Yeah. And why can he ride? Because he's got legs! <laughs> knows how to use them! That's his actual song, isn't it? <laughs> Certainly it could. Of course he can ride. No, that's right. Because he can sit on a horse with his shirt open and a lady on his lap. Yeah. No, Tanith has a, a moderate amount of, a couple of ranks in yeah, handle animal the wind. with some fairly high charisma, making him reasonably decent at it. Oh my gosh. Probably the, not as good as you, but the that justi- would be The justification, yeah, he's by no means an expert or anything, where it should be, you know, the I have skill focused yeah. handle animal kind of thing. Yeah. But the justification for why Tanith has those ranks is that he's a good rider because it's something that he does because it's really good for toning like your legs and your ass and that sort of thing. Oh my god. Wait, his song was too um, his song was too sexy for I'm my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> so sexy it hurts. Yeah, so I am a model, if you know what I mean. <laughs> when I take off my shirt and the girls all scream. <laughs> Why on earth was I in the sun? <laughs> yeah, I think if you look at it, you can see where Jer- why Jared classed the Icarus into these two people, you know? One of them's an egomaniac who gets all the girls, and one of them's an egomaniac who's nuts, who's totally violent nuts. <laughs> on the plus side, you're at least half as attractive as I am, so far. Half. Are you that's right. half that's 15 genius. times as good as anyone else in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not underestimate ourselves. We are Mandraviuses in Varesia. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Where is Cheliax? Uh, it is across the sea from here. So we're far away from him. Uh, I don't think it's a particularly wide sea. You are maybe a month's journey away by sea. But we're right. closer okay, to Varesia so than we are. Decent distance. Yeah, you are on the continent of Varesia. Okay. So basically... Um, it bends, Varicia sort of bends vaguely around here like this. You've got a couple of big cities, Magnamar and Riddleport over here. The, at the very edge of Varicia is Corvosa. Mm. And then you've got a sea, and down here is Cheliax. Okay. The thing is, Varicia doesn't have a lot of big cities, even though it's quite a big landmass. What it mostly has is small towns and villages. It's not really an organised country, per se. Yeah, Varicia um, is very much your sort of... Um, is it supposed uh, to be America? No, it's it's supposed to be generic sort of European fan- medieval fantasy. Okay. You know, what you've got is a few small villages and a few big cities and a couple of castles and that sort of okay. thing. I was, I was trying to compare it because, like, um, you're talking about how the Shantae are kind of like the Native Americans. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe it might then, have been that. But they're more just kind of generic indigenous yeah, populations. No, the, yeah. the Varesians are definitely Europeans. Yeah, they're, okay. they're fantasy Europeans. The Shantae fantasy American Indians. The um, Chaliaxes, you've like grown. The, the, they've got fa- fantasy gypsies are the classic Varesian stereotype. Yeah. Um, and, and the Chelyax is the Romans. Yeah, Chelyax is Rome if Rome worshipped devils. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if Rome just routinely made deals with devils and that was just a part of their society. And there's Cor- not Corvosa. Uh, it's, um, it's Rome meets... Um, what's Carthage. It? No, um, no. Thetis from um, Dragon Age. 
Yeah. Uh, is it yeah. Cletus? The, yeah. the one where they're like, blood magic, yeah! Yeah. Well, oh, this uh, is um, um, Dorian's... Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, the, I think the, um, the, the the people who worship Moloch routinely, um, at least according to some translations, um, sacrifice babies to their to their gods. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Chalaxians make Corvosa look pretty good on the whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Corvosa is the lawful neutral city. Chelyax is much more lawful and much more evil than mm-hmm. Corvosa. In the sense, like, they don't sacrifice people or anything like that, but it's in the sense of you know your place, do what you were told, or you will be put in your place. Yeah. The people that rule it are like Octavia. Yeah. So, um... But with more emotional, more self-discipline. Yeah, less, less sadistic and yeah. more power-hungry. Yeah. And okay, our, I was going to say North Korea, but... Our previous Pathfinder campaign was Fantasy India, Fan- though. Uh, Fantasy Arabia. Arabia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and where Brunsk comes from is Fantasy Norse. And, um, Vudra, where, um... Vudra yeah, is Fantasy, Fantasy India. India. Yeah. yeah. That's where you get Rakshasa from. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do they eat? Rakshasa? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. What do they yes. eat? Food. People. Like, anything. Uh... They are capable of ingesting any form of food or drink or whatever. Oh, okay. So they could, they could like. And yes, they do eat people. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need to. It's done. It. It's like it's. Um, they do it for fun. Yeah. It's it, a a person is a special feast as opposed to a Tuesday dinner. Yeah. yeah. But one of the reasons that they have their dining room here and the servants over there is so they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Because many, on many nights, the servants bring them dinner. On other nights, the Iconos tell them, we've taken care of this. Yep. We've got this. We're having human tonight. <sighs> You've disappointed me for the last time. Halfling is such a small meal. The, um, and no, it's all no's. You know, maybe we, should, it, 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 maybe we should have yeah. thought twice about getting this cool manor. <laughs> That's no, a troubling. It'll be fine when we get back to it and eventually live in it again. <laughs> Look, we'll get <laughs> it. It's a freaking cool manner, and we're not using it. <laughs> Anyways, I would safely assume that nobody's going to come back around and challenge a burn rider again later. So no. uh, yeah, no, we're really just not yeah. equipped for it. You're not no. doing anything wrong there. There are options here that are you know better and worse for you, kind of thing. Mm. Among other things, I would the, you know the Shante certainly wasn't expecting weren't expecting anyone to beat Crozier. <laughs> Nor was I. <laughs> <trying to tell. laughs> yeah, that was great. That was amazing. <laughs> He's almost got a fortitude of twenty now. Yeah. Uh, and as you have a random encounter this evening, ooh. Um, from the fireworks and the singing are drawn over a couple of ashwing gargoyles that look at the camp and make a few feints at it and they get obliterated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, people would wake you guys, but you you guys will probably wake up before the fight is over, yeah. but not necessarily substantively contribute to it. The kind of, huh, what's happening? All oh, right. Whack with a bow. Yeah, I imagine cool. that the Shawante are quite capable of taking that out. Well, I mean, I think she's talking like three gargoyles versus a hundred Shawante, so yeah. it's not remotely a fair fight. And indeed, the gargoyles wouldn't usually approach it except they've seen the fireworks and gone, mm, what's happening here? Yeah, Ashwin gargoyles are not the greatest intellects that the no. has to offer. No, they're not animal stupid, but they're also not uh, exactly smart. Yeah. Cool, so. Plus, they've also got Hans, what he kills. Eats what he kills. Yep. Who yeah, will but totally he doesn't eat. necessarily have weapons to attack from, does he? Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, does he have a bow? Yes. Okay. Is it yes, composite pro- plus five? Project is not Rock. a fool. He understands <laughs> that there are some things you can't whack with an Earthshaker. I think he uh, could throw an Earthshaker. Yep. Uh, he has a... Yeah, he's he's got a, a composite bow. Oh, God. <laughs> it looks like it needs a lot of bending. <laughs> Are we talking... No, no, it isn't. Is it more than a plus five? Yes, yes, it is. Oh, Are we talking God. almost detritus level? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, shit. Well, it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a proper longbow as opposed to anything else, but it's the kind of thing where you go to pull it and you're like... Except for Krajan doesn't like that. Because Detritus is a really large troll, so what he's got for a bow is a siege crossbow that he just picks up and uses as though it was a regular crossbow. Just knock the wheels and off it. The, the general understanding is he's not allowed to fire it, fire it inside any building list. It no longer be a building <laughs> The de- description that they give of when it first fires is the bow the bow shoots the bolt and due to the friction from the wind pressing against the bolt, it catches on fire, mm-hmm. splinters, and destroys the surrounding area. Yeah. So and then Vibes says that's not a crossbow, it's a national emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Among pressure fire. Among other things, um, it is now 6 weeks that you have been out here. Yep. Um, a it's a long time to be out of the city, you're a, right. A, yeah. a month has passed, so um, among other things you owe money to people that you, uh, like you've already physically made the payments all that yeah, yeah but so we need to subtract money off our one um, yeah or I can do it again in a minute because you'll be coming up on it again in like five days time alright let's just do wait. let's go. just do two months and a, at a go and then oh, we don't have to ouch okay. <laughs> but we're also not making any money yeah well we sort of we sort of have money but yeah we have money but we're not making any uh, money uh, actually I don't have money but income <laughs> is zero at the moment yeah like, I'm at zero is, sorry. That, is that how it works um, are we getting our normal income, or are we... Uh, uh, you're earning anything that you're earning that isn't mustered by your profession skills, because right. you're not making that money for being... Um, All right, so we're we're just paying we're just paying our normal uh, uh, upkeep minus nothing then. Yeah. Because um, we don't have um, we, we don't have contracts with the city guard anymore. I, I have I have what this is somewhere, but yeah. we'll, um, we'll get there. We get you you lose something because you're not actively working, but you also get something because part of your expenses are your food, which you're still paying yeah. or not, and that sort of thing. All right. We'll, anyway, we'll largely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Dawn comes, and Garen, I imagine, is like you. You've just got it sort of built into you. The second the slightest ray of light appears on the horizon, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like the nuclear man from Superman Four. Beam of light strikes my head, and I'm like, I am empowered. <laughs> Among other things, Garen is quite certainly hardy enough that you could actually. I mean, a you could go through the night without sleeping on any given night without yeah. blinking, and b um. I imagine it's the kind of thing where you've just sort of trained your body to wake up at like four thirty, so yeah. you're up when dawn hits, kind of thing. And you, you know, you're you're getting like four hours sleep a night. It's fine. 
everyone can function on that with their, their plus 22 fortitude save. Oh wow, Garen, you're inhuman. Exactly, I'm a dwarf. It's 18. Humanoid? <laughs> you're inhumanoid. Adam, it's, it's 18 plus a um, endurance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, so 22. You need to spend, I don't know how many nights, but at least several nights before you're actually bothered by the fact that you haven't slept for <coughs> period. Wow. And even then, would I can't. to have had dwarven blood. Uh, <laughs> and even then, because of my class feature, I can yep. cold back fatigue for five hours. Oh which will God. probably never come up because I'll never get fatigue. Why did you have all of these feats? <laughs> it's not a feat, it's a class feature. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I imagine that, that, that Silver's going to have to have a big massage on his neck to get his, his neck popped back where in the right direction. Where are you guys sleeping? Are you going to erect your hut somewhere on the vague sort of outskirts of their camp, or are you going to bed down in bed rolls and things? I'll, I'll like, ask people if they're okay with me making the magic hut nearby, or if they prefer we use bed I rolls. I think we should use bed rolls, because um, it'll show a measure of trust towards them. Yeah, that seems reasonable. It's a more community kind of thing. Yep. So we'll and we have is it a safe area for us to sit, settle down in? Yeah, they'll put it out. We, yeah. we have like at least one tent, and we will have bed rolls, yep. so we can just kind of yep. generically yeah. camp out. So yeah. as as the sun is coming over the horizon, um, Garen, it's you know sort of five oh five. You know, <laughs> dawn has come and broken, and then another several minutes have passed, and then. Thousand Bones will approach Gar and um, sit down across from you. And he looks kind of tired, must be said. And he says, the gathering, has, the gathering has concluded. Uh, your companions awake yet? Oh, they are silly for they, they just don't understand getting up with the sun. Strange, I know. This is the best time of day. It is when the chill of the night Don't is gone, but him. before Mother Sun, but before Mother Sun's harsh rays beat down on us, yeah. is yeah. this is the most pleasant time of day? Exactly. <laughs> little little sleepy no, because they had this conversation quite near where the, where the camp yeah. is, yeah. right? So a little sleepy gnome rolls over and then sits up. Oh, you mean Thousand oh, Bones has come over to wake you, so he's not exactly pink particularly yeah. quiet. Uh, actually, Silver's not going to have his, identif- his, his, his disguise on, because <laughs> he's, he's sleeping. Yeah, but the bright so, side is the Shantae don't have any idea who Mordell Mandrabi is. Yeah, but yeah, you're, but you're but like in a sleeping bag. Yeah, so. yeah. okay. He's meeting outside the tent, so you're fine. We're yeah. not in tents. Well, you we have one tent, so... Yeah, I think the situation here is kind of intense. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably you. put you and Nakoda yes. in the tent. <laughs> You're the only couple. <laughs> Actually, we probably wouldn't, given the Shante situation. We'd probably just generically have some people in the tent, yeah. not some people not. Mm, maybe Lucy, the ladies in the Lucy's tent. Lucy's probably in one of those Horito sleeping bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we need to pay attention like what he was saying. In the absence of knowing about Nakota, um, the average Shawante isn't actually going to come to that as their first conclusion when two guys are sleeping in the tent together. Uh, it's, like, yeah. it's a two-man tent. Yeah. That's you know, true. They're clearly friends. Yeah. They're, they're, they're practical people. On the other hand... Um, it's reasonably openly known why Nakota has been made shamanic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we get, um, yeah, so Jack hears <laughs> people talking, wakes up, catches up with what's going on, 
the others probably wake up at that point, but if not, Jack goes around and wakes them. Yeah, and Thousand Bones will yeah. just no, sort of sit wait, down wait, wait politely, he's yeah. not in any immediate hurry, and, um, you know, talks to Garen about the beauty of the dawn some more. Garen wow. tries to learn um, a bit about um, their their worship of Saranai. Like, just not intrusive, just whatever he'd like yep. to talk about. Yep. I mean, oh my th- gosh, how long do you think it's going to take for us to wake up? <laughs> well, it's, it's five or five now. You're an artist type, so I imagine it's so another five hours. At 11 o'clock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe we should kick them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so five or ten minutes later, everybody's up and um, yeah. ready to deal with the world. Yeah. Oh, we we oh. haven't necessarily prepared our spells, oh. but we're prepared to have drawn conversations, oh. which is the thing people want. Uh, actually, well, wait, I, I have a... I have a way to get them up quickly. Walks up to the door. Officer. Hey, Octavius here! <laughs> <laughs> Instantly like... And Lucy, you are in pleasant dreams yeah. where Sabrina is leaning into you and kissing you and then she pulls back and it's Octavia Mandrainius. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. She glares at you, you're next, Winter. <laughs> <laughs> And the little staggers out of the tent totem spirit, the ready. No, mother, I'm not going. <laughs> Hugs, mother. <laughs> it's, it's so bad that Saul was walking in his sleeping bag. He hasn't even done his prestidigitation oh for the morning. Why does like. Why does Lucy wake up and spontaneously fires on wild magic at Gary? <laughs> well. Don't how your wild magic works, so you'll roll to target silver, so yeah. he's fine. <laughs> Oh Alright, that, that adds another five or ten minutes. And Thousand Bones, just like he's got all the time in the world, just kind yeah. of waits politely. Yeah, but well, we get ourselves sorted out. Yeah. Um, Jack pokes Garen, and that wasn't funny. It's not nice to joke about Octavia Mandravius. Some <laughs> morning she'll really be here to kill us, and then you'll be sorry you got, tri- got us all used to. <laughs> then you'll have to fight her on your own, because we all think you're just joking around. <laughs> Sure I'm also scary about that. <laughs> it's like um, the dwarf who cried Octavia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the dwarf who cried Octavia. He killed Flora in one hit. She nearly killed Flora in one hit. I with a touch attack. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shippers. Yeah, she's got a C negative power. Touch attack isn't his friend, but it's still actually probably better than anyone else's. Yeah, yeah but you know. She's got touch attacks. You should cease taunting us with that. <laughs> She's got yeah. touch attacks and friends who probably can end a um, husband who can cast teleport. And spells that require will saves. <gasps> there we, there we are. <laughs> Jared one. Alright, anyway, we're sitting down listening politely to Thousand Bones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's very tired. Yeah, it's early. No <laughs> I must say that I am surprised by what has happened in the gathering. I did not expect to receive an answer on behalf of Shemek. I mean no disrespect to you, but this is the first time a gathering has ever been called on behalf of Shemek. But the ancestor spirits were not insulted. They came swiftly, as if they were waiting on such a call. Something terrible has bestirred them. It must be the events you have described of Casabon's return. It was pretty important. My mother and father know nothing of the events of which you speak. 
my grandmother and grandfather know nothing of the events of which you speak. And yet I sensed older ancestors still, and not even ancestors of mine, but merely those of my clan. I have never before received such a vision. What I saw was so vague as to be useless to you, but I understood I understood what clarity was needed. The ancestor spirits invite you to the trial of the totem. You will be the first Shamek to have it, as far as I am aware to have seen such, ever experienced such a thing. The trial of the totem is something that is done by Shawante who wish to either prove themselves or seek great wisdom. It is a matter of strength and endurance. The trial will not only prove your strength and your courage in such things, but you will bake for days under the heat of Mother Sun, holding the totems and the weight of the Shawante history upon your shoulders. I have experienced the trial of the totems many years ago. <coughs> At the end I was drawn into a vision I ran across the plains of the Cinderlands as an animal, and then far from them, roaming back to the old lands that we had before, below the Storval Rise in the green. It was an experience I have never forgotten. You will see something, I am certain, if you survive the trial of the totems, but I cannot say what it will be for Shemek. If you were Shawante, I could guess, but it will come in a form that you understand. It is there to impart information to you. If you were, think- if you were seeking simple knowledge, it would be easily served to you, but I think that you are questing here for something old and secret. You <coughs> will be challenged in vision. You are calling for knowledge that is old, secret, and touches upon great living powers if Casavon is, is, is truly still a part of this world. I do not know what you will face, but it will challenge you. I must warn you that Shawante have died during these visions. It is not common, but I do not know, but everything about this situation is uncommon. It is only in your mind, but a body cannot live without a mind. If you still wish to face this, <coughs> we will take you to Bolt Rock, and you will experience the trial of the totems. Well, Sarah there wouldn't have led me here if she didn't want me to put some effort in, so I'm up for it. It sounds really scary, but the people of the city need our help. We'll do whatever it takes. That's what we promised. And that's what we'll do. What does Lucy say? Lucy's quiet. Her face is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, strength. Yeah. <laughs> strength. Oh, no. Endurance. Oh, no. You don't know yeah. exactly what he's talking about, but he's clearly yeah. mentioned physically holding yeah, large exactly. objects for long periods of time. Oh, so you made Shamante die during this? Uh, it's so not something that she's going to be... She's just... Be afraid. <laughs> and um, Jack will come over to you and hold your hand. We'll yeah. do it together. So, uh, 
you do not have this on your map, but um, no, I had a quick look to see if we did, and we don't. He is going to tell you because, among other things, um, some of the Shantae are actively going to take you there. Um, In I nine, there is something called Bolt Rock. I know, yeah, yeah. yep. Is it lightning bolt? Is it lightning bolt? And that's a long walk. Mm-hmm. It is a very long walk. It is where it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Thousand <laughs> Bones will explain to you what the trial of the totems entails, um, which I will go into the exact specifics as and when you get there. Um, but by and large, what you were doing is there are big Shawante stone totems that are... Um, very vaguely have carvings of their history on it. They're more about carvings of... It's it's less about historical events and more about, you know, the way, what makes them the Shawante. Um, and these are carved on these huge-ass stone totems, and what they want you to do is carry them up this, cl- up this hill to Bolt Rock. Then you put them in platforms that have been designed so that they wobble and fall if you are not holding them up. And then you are supposed to stand under the sun and hold them up for two days. Damn. Cool, Karen. <laughs> um, you won't be able to sleep doing this. Um, you... You will struggle to drink, you will struggle to eat, because you can do things like take your hands off and it doesn't just immediately fall over and collapse. Mm. But imagine, um, this is a really stupid example, but you've seen like those inflatable punch clown things that always rock back? Mm -hmm. That's what the totem is sitting on, a base like that. So if you let it go, it's going to start going wobble, wobble, wobble. If you let it go for too long, it's going to go wobble, 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 boom. So basically we have to stay awake. And the point of this is twofold. It is to um, test the limits of your stamina and that sort of thing to prove yourself to the Shawante in a physical sense. In the larger mental sense, it is about weakening your body so that your mind is open to the visions of Mother Sun and that the ancestors can come through and impart their wisdom to you. At which point you'll end up doing vision quests of some kind, and Thousand Bones is very open that he has no fucking idea what that will look like whatsoever, except that you will be challenged within them. So the vision quest is not going to be an event that I dictate to you, it's actively going to be a piece of adventure that you roll dice through. Awesome. Because there's stuff you can fight and poke and talk to and etc. etc. Nice. Mm. That sounds really amazing. Basically because what he's telling you is the information that you are seeking both has to be brought forward by an ancestor, um, by an ancestor who was there, so you're now talking ten generations ago or more. Um, uh, It touches on a bunch of beings whose energy is still alive and powerful, the likes of Cassavon, Iliosa, the Mandravius line, that sort of thing. Um... Yeah, so it is complicated to get this information and the process of drawing it across time and space and the realms of the dead manifests itself as challenges that you have to overcome. As to what it will look like, I'm not going to give you the slightest indication, <laughs> no, but I think no. people will really will either really like or really hate it. One of the two. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the former. Alright. But it will it will clearly be in a way that you understand because that's what Thousand Bones right. is telling you. Your minds will 
your minds and the magic will put it into something you can deal with as opposed to being a spirit animal. Right. And um, after Thousand Bones has briefed us on this, um, is um, Jack will um, quickly sign in Thieves' Cant to Silver, um, tell him about Cinderlander now, talk to him about Cinderlander now, or after we get back. Uh, among other things, um, he's talking about travelling with you, along right. with... He's, he's certainly not going to take the, the whole tribe, but he will be taking a couple of um, Shawante with him. Um, primarily so for two reasons, so that he can actually show you where the place is, yeah. um, take you through the, the steps of what you're doing and why, and actually also administer the trial in some way, to right, check yeah. that like he, not he doesn't stand there with you, but he will come back to check that you haven't, um, died. you know, died, <laughs> broken all the totems, collapsed, been eaten by cinder worms, etc., etc. And the rules to this to, for proving yourself to the Shawante is it's about strength. So if he comes back and finds you've stuck the totem up with a bunch of immovable rods, mm-hmm. he's going to be kind of pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can totally try that sort of subterfuge if you yeah. want to, because he's not sitting there physically in front of you, but it's going to be slightly more complicated than just, yeah, we, we tie them up, we tie them all together, and we're done here, people. <laughs> Did you cheat? No. Johnny a little. <laughs> So there are rules in here for cheating, if you desire. There are several yeah. ways in which you can do it. Um, but yeah, so that is the trial of the totems. Yes. All right. If um, he's going with us, then I. Um... Yeah, so you are going to be with him for uh, at least a couple of days. Do you want to yeah. pass me that map again? So it's about four hours to cross a hex. So you are talking. So two two hexes a day. Yeah, so you've got like four days to get there, basically. Yeah. So wait, then um, and I've... then a bit longer because you've got to start at dawn. Yeah. So I'd be inclined to talk to him about the Cinderlander thing on the journey. Yeah. If that, but I'm checking with you about that because this is your agenda originally. Um, do I need to make a roll on that about whether or not it's better to talk to him now or late or during the journey about the Cinderlander? Ah, uh, not really. It's um. It's Comsi Comsar. Um, mm-hmm. The only point of distinction it makes is um, if if Thousand Bones agrees to it now, then he can impart that information to his people. If he comes with you and dies, even if he's agreed to it, it, mm-hmm. it stops there. But among other things, if Thousand Bones goes out with you guys and dies, the Shawn are going to be super pissed anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's yeah, probably yeah. not a particular. Yeah, I, I, I don't argument. think. Honestly, I think if Thousand Bones snuffs it, whether or not he's in our company, yeah. the rest of the Shawn will never yeah. ever go mm. for this. So, by and large, um, there is a small practical element to telling him now, but it's not. Um, a particularly I think we big should deal. do it anyway, just in case if the Cinderlander does pop up. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. I'll, I'll sign back. Yeah, now is good. Yeah, I think use, use your sense of drama and um, what you desire to do as players is pretty much your driving forces. Yep. Yeah. So, um... Yep, so... Yeah, okay. So, that sounds scary, but we can do that. But, um, there's actually something else that we wanted to talk to you about. 
Now, um, the one I will question you on is do you want to talk to him about this now in character because he's been up for the oh, last yeah. Yeah, day. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so uh, like day and a half. He had to do a day I and think a night. I, I think before she brings it up, I'll ask um, when, we, when do we leave for this? I will need... The gathering is draining. I have been breathing of the spirit smoke and other ritual, other rituals for the last day and night. I need sleep and rest first, and preparations will need to be made for such a journey. So basically, um, the next day. Yeah. So because we'll, he wants yeah. to fuck off and go have twelve hours of sleep. Yeah. yeah. So we'll um, we'll let him go sleep, and sure. then we'll talk to him about it on the morrow before we set out. Yep. Yep. Makes perfect sense. Okay. Uh, you guys have another day with the skull choir, which we can mm-hmm. you know put on screen or yeah. as you desire. Yeah. Um, effectively. Um, Several things will become um, obvious. Uh, so the people that are going with you, one of them is inevitably going to be Crojan. Of course, one of them is going to be fucking Crojan. Needs what he kills. Right, so it's Thousand Bones, Crojan, and four warriors, um, who will be some combination of their choosing of largely nameless NPCs. Yeah. Um, and at this point, like th- none of this is made secret from you. Yeah. I think you'll actively see them going around getting horses. Um, because they are going there for a purpose, they're not going to hunt along the way, they're going to take food with them, that kind of thing. You can feed them your flavorless gruel if you desire. <laughs> we only would... have so much flavorless gruel to go around. That's true. Wow. <laughs> that um, sounds so appetizing. And, you know, <laughs> they, they presume, they'll probably prefer whatever the Shantae call of trail rations is because everything's better than flavorless gruel. Uh, among other things, at this point, the little meter comes up and gives you a respect check. This oh. one you are failing. Um, the Shantae will travel alongside you, that is a different matter to travelling with you. Um, they are people who are going to the same place to administer the trial to you. They are not your allies at this point. You do not have enough respect for them. So if the Red Mantis pop up and start murdering you, unless they go over and rumble the Shawante, Thousand Bones and Crojan are going to sit on their asses and watch it happen. Right. On the other hand, we probably have enough respect that the Shawante are not actively going to steer things towards us. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only centaurs do that. Yeah. <laughs> if you have low enough respect points in your incentive yeah. land, you get more random encounters okay. because the centaurs find you, things you, and drive them at you. You, you <laughs> may expect the you may expect the Skullclaw party to um, oh take steps to defend themselves from the elements, random encounters, assassins, etc., yeah. etc. Et that does not mean they will defend you. Yeah. Unless it's yeah. particularly in their interests to do so. Mm-hmm. Which is not a massive deal, but it's no. nothing you could, in theory, have sufficient respect points for at this point. But we'd have to have been doing pretty metal, given the um, we started with some, uh, and Adam just did a ridiculously awesome if, challenge. Mm-hmm. If you had done several things first that you could have done if you'd gone oh, to right. other so, places and found like other previous Right, so because, yeah. because we found Thousand Bones quickly, we haven't necessarily gotten as much respect as we could have if we'd killed a bunch of things yeah, out yeah. in the wastelands. Uh, al- also, that's an ongoing 
check. Yeah. So the Shawante are not your allies until you pass that threshold, at which point they will actively step okay. in and help you fight Red Matters assassins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm sure that's, a, that, I'm sure that's a purely hypothetical example. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to keep them alive, so I'd prefer to keep them. What you what you get at that the check the check that you the threshold respect res, blah, 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 respect threshold that you have failed is um, all the showante move up a step in attitude to you so the ones that are automatically hostile and want to kill you immediately merely become unfriendly yeah. the skullqua who are more or less indifferent to you become friendly where they'll sort of help you a bit and if they become sufficiently helpful then it's yeah now we'll take great risks to aid you sort of thing but friendly is the yeah we will you know get in on the shooting yeah let's make a a party of this Hmm. I mean I can I mean of course it does mean we do have the problem that if the Red Mantis assassins show up again they'll likely be with the Sintalanda at which point the melee may become a bit more general yeah, although the Cinderlander is more than experienced enough in the Shawante to read that sort of language. Yeah. Like, they're not travelling with you, they're tra- they're riding in their own group 300 yeah. metres left from you. Yeah. At which point, it's whether his desire is more to pot some random Shawante, although two of them are Thousand Bones and Crojan. Yeah. Or if his desire is to kill you guys so the war starts. Yeah. But hopefully we've mitigated that a certain amount. <laughs> We'll just have to, we'll see. Have to see. Yeah. Mm. He he said to you very openly, you know, I I'm interested, but until you actually conclude this deal, it's just bullshit. I'm yeah. gonna keep yeah. business going. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think we should talk to thousand. So the Cinderlander is still actively your enemy. Yeah. Okay. Up until you fix this. Yeah. Alright, so the next day dawns. Yep. Oh, can we stay what we're gonna do? Sure. Okay. I, I'd like to do some sparring. <laughs> I, I'd like to, to kind of um, learn a bit from the Shawante. I'm not sure what kind of things um, I'll be able to learn. Like, is there any Thundercallers? Uh, yes, actually, in this lot. Okay. Uh, two out of a hundred. Are they, are they better than me at it, or...? Uh... I am no, old. quite quite certainly not in the sense that you have like ten level nine or ten level bard. Um, nine. Um, more in the sense that they have background and information and more experience, but no, they're all like low, comparatively low level characters. You're talking like okay. second level bards. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with them for a bit and find out about the more traditional side of thundercalling to the more primal side of it. Can you give me a diplomacy check? Oh god, that's the one I'm not as good at. What's my diplomacy? Oh, natural 19. Uh, so it's 33. Cool. So you've you've actually got to you know somewhat talk them into this. They're they're not terribly comfortable with the idea that you've been taught thundercalling because mm-hmm. you're a filthy godless shaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and thus are sort of initially reluctant to discuss this with you. You win them over with your winning charm yeah. and personality. That's not a, a particularly big problem for you. Yeah. But um, there's there's definitely this ongoing thing. Uh, and in fact, I'll take a... Um, it is not sense motive here because you're reading a big group of people. It is streetwise. What? What's the mood of the Shawante generally? Okay, As opposed actually... to what is Crojan personally? Uh, so I got a 
So slightly above average roll for me. Um, and particularly like you sprinkle in a few vague questions about the Shawante in Corvosa and, and the Corvosa Choir and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the impression you get back is that there are no Shawante in the city, you know, because there are only Shamek in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, those people that. It's it it's kind of this weird thing where they're all pretending those people are dead to them, but of course they know that's not actually true. Yeah. You know, nor do they actually necessarily want them to be dead. Um and the fact that you're showing up here with a bunch of Shawante background and the fact that you're a thundercaller and all this sort of thing is it makes them uncomfortable mm-hmm. because you are essentially you have taken parts of their culture that they wouldn't necessarily have chosen to give to you. Yeah, appropriate. Thank you, that's what I'm looking for. And additionally, you've learned those things from people who aren't supposed to still know them because they're supposed to be Shamek. Yeah. And they're not supposed to be Shantae. Yeah, I mean... They know lots of Shantae stuff. The Shantae are not idiots. They don't remotely cling to the illusion that they're going to send their Shamek people off to the city and they'll suddenly forget everything and lose their totem spheres. But they haven't necessarily thought through the consequences in quite this way. Pretty that much. You get these weird, you get these weird half, apparently Verusian bards well, showing up well, in all this Shantae stuff. Not, there are not that many people like Silver in the city. There are not that many people mm. who are interested in the Shantae. Yeah. Um, Neil Landis is probably the second most interested person in the city and he only cares about the Shantae as a concept and mm. what they mean diplomatically mm. and that sort of thing, as opposed to he's personally invested in their culture. In terms mm. of people who know about who know a lot about the Shantae culture, it's kind of Silver and the Cinderlander. It is indeed. Yeah. It is Silver and the Cinderlander. Silver and the is kind of the opposite. Silver is the second most expert in Kurvosa. The second most non non um, Shawante expert in yeah. Kurvosa on the Shawante. Who's the first most? Cinderlander. Cinderlander. He knows a lot about. He, he knows more about the Shawante. He sometimes pops into the city, doesn't he? He so knows more it. about the Shawante as a culture and as a, as a people than anyone but them. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, do I learn anything? Cinderella is. Uh, yep. Uh, among other things, this is a guy who actively has ranks in what I have listed as Profession Shawante Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Which, because he's not a guy with lots of knowledge civilization, because he doesn't know fuck all about the history of Chelyax. Yeah. What he knows about is the fucking Shawante. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've never seen a more perfect illustration of he who um, he who desires vengeance must dig two graves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what is it that you're aiming to learn? Um... I guess swapping knowledge. Um, I, I I'm not sure what they're willing to to swap with them. On on that diplomacy check, they're not um, holding anything in particular back from you. I think okay. what you'd be getting is sort of like old stories and theoretical knowledge of the things yeah. that amazing thundercallers have done in the yeah, past. Yeah, also maybe a bit of bardic knowledge as yeah, well because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have um, a, a solid bardic knowledge around the, the yeah. effectively the, the kind of thing of when you become sufficiently experienced with this, you know, you'll master the thirteenth level thundercalling skill of blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, but also like the, the cultural the cultural history of yeah. being a thundercaller. 
call it what yeah. it actually means to the Shante. Mm. It's probably something Silver would be quite interested in. Yeah, and I can show them how I've I've developed my version of it with singing and yeah. with using the totem sphere yeah. as a lightning hammer. <laughs> like Thor. <laughs> yeah, they, they come from a people where entertainment is one of the last priorities on the mm. list. Yeah. But people still need that as a culture. Yeah. So they have built up their own forms of entertainment, and one of them is they have linked it into martial arts mm. in the form of they have turned their singing into calling on the power of nature and thunder and yeah. lightning and that sort of thing. So they're ticking off all the boxes at once. We're not just fucking around singing for yeah. amusement. This is a valuable skill that's also fun. Uh, I, I'll probably teach them how they can change their picture around yep. then to make it a little bit more musical. Yep. As, as well as, yep. as doing damage. Yep. And they will listen with interest. Mm, cool. So, a silver, silver basically didn't want to be spending a day doing nothing. Yeah. Um, he, wanted, he wanted to interact with the Shante. I don't know if Nakoda wants to join in or whether or not he's Nakoda staying away. Is extremely uncomfortable here. Mm-hmm. Nakoda is um, doing his desperate best to pretend he's invisible here. Mm. Like, he doesn't quite literally just hide in your tent all day, but he doesn't go out and really interact with the Shawante. When someone pushes him to do it, like Silver going, you know, let's do this concert thing, he's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna help you. When he's just left to his own devices, it's the, yeah, this is... so, so, so fucking awkward. Like, <laughs> like everyone's just pretending that I'm... That I'm sort of not here, but they're still being polite, but it, uh, just... It's mm. yeah. gonna get worse. He's got four days of yeah, traveling he's about to travel off with his father and his brother. Um, Lucy will keep Nakura company because she's feeling uncomfortable in this presence as well. <laughs> Thank you. She's a uh, girl um, in the wilderness. I think Silver will see. Will <laughs> see uncomfortable. Silver will see that Lucy's keeping yeah. him company. Yeah. And Among other things, there's a lot to be said for being in the tent where it's shady. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I think yeah, when it gets really, really hot, Jack may um, summon her yeah. house, given she's not yeah. doing it at yeah. night. Yeah. You guys can. I mean, who, who wants to sit in the blazing sun, you know, for two days? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. like you'll still want to use your hut when you're traveling yeah. because the Shawante won't feed you, yeah, uh, yeah. guard your camp, etc., etc. Yeah, that's fair yeah. Um, So Silver will see that you're keeping the code of company yeah. and he'll, he'll be okay with that, otherwise he'll be a little bit kind of. Oh. Yeah, code is a good company. Yeah, yeah, I agree entirely. I was mm-hmm. going to do that, but I think it works. It works with you, you doing can, it. You can do it with her as well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, what I will do is um, if we're hanging, Jack will spend some time hanging out in the house, reading and studying. <laughs> because if we've got a whole day, I might as well, yeah. you know, research magic. Yeah. Lucy secretly was to acquire all the waifus and husbandos. And, and it becomes very apparent that a um, a culture who is almost entirely oral and very little written, <laughs> not a lot of wizardry going on here. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's no concept of finding another wizard here to swap spells with, because they just have none. Yeah. Like, there... There's probably been two Shawante wizards in the Do entire history. Yeah. Do they have rogues? Because there's not exactly any traps around. Well, not traps, but locks to pick. It's not terribly common. It's barbarians, rangers, and druids make up the overwhelming majority yeah. of them. How do they? How do they feel about sorcerers? Uh, it happens. 
because it's not like a wizard thing. Yeah. They certainly yeah. don't um, oppose or judge them in any way. It's, it's just some a part of nature. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Um, if the sorcerer is if the sorcerer is sufficiently out of control that they're burning down the village and inadvertently killing people, and that's Lucy, the thing, don't burn down the village. <laughs> just as if they were elderly, they need to walk the way for the good of the tribe. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if they merely have you know dangerous talents that can be developed, that's great. Yeah, because you know, that's, a, that's a survival thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we, we do we want a guy that can fly and shoot fire? Sure, yeah. <laughs> we sure do. And I would imagine there'd be people who'd be like potential monks and bards and things, but without getting the training, they wouldn't yeah. necessarily actually develop those abilities. Well, so the Thundercallers is just yeah. about yeah. as close bards, as you'll get. The bards are th- the yeah. bards and Thundercallers are the same people. Yeah. yeah, they just don't necessarily have the performance ranks that I do. And yeah, it's, it's effectively like there's a hundred people here, and ninety five of them have class levels of some kind. Yeah. Oof. So there's yeah, no, the there's ones no that commoners. don't are the ones that are like too young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And commoners, I will, which are the zeros and the and, ones. And I will spend some time if I, um, I will also spend some time hanging out with the Shante children and yeah. showing the magic tricks. Oh, cute! Which they are confused by because yeah. they've never seen anything like it, but yeah. really interested. Yeah, I, I start them right at the very, very basic, yeah. like little wee wee teeny bopper magic tricks. Yeah. Teeny bopper. <laughs> Jack Jack's magic tricks have to be a bit more sophisticated to appeal to yeah yeah Yeah, appeal to a close audience yeah yeah yeah. these these kids have never seen got your nose yeah let alone how did this quarter find its way into your ear yeah (laughs) yeah that's cute anyway we should probably be travelling yes cool oh not quite yet because we're doing the conversation yes go for it yeah yeah so the next morning. Yep. Oh, do we have any encounters or any more gargoyle things? No, you do not, in fact. <laughs> I, I, we're still actually using this random encounter thing because yeah. it will oh, come okay. up. It's merely that when I have rolled Ashwing gargoyles, it's when you're sitting in the middle of the Shanta Captain. Sure, a couple of gargoyle shop. <laughs> we're not bothering with the shit. You're the short day obliterate them. Yeah. Well, we'll roll Wolf Tribe. Yeah. That'll get interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, as you understand it, the um, the Siren Qua, the Wolf Clan, will show up and attack you, and Thousand Bones and Trojan will move out of the way. Hmm. Yeah, because that is the way. That's that's yeah, how that's, the way is at the moment. That's going to be about the most awkward situation you can run into because it's hostile Shawante are trying to kill us, but the other Shawante are watching us kill them. Uh. <laughs> All right, so. We sit down with Thousand Bones at dawn the next morning. Yeah, and he will come and tell you, you know, that preparation preparations are complete. I will, I will, att- I will ride to Bolt Rock with you, along with Crochin and some of our people. There was something else we wanted to talk to you about. I am listening. On our way, um, on our way um, through the Centerlands. We encountered the Scintillander. His mouth kind of curls up like he sucked a lemon. He's deaf. Thousand Bones is not the sort of guy that spits into the dirt, but this is kind of the equivalent. <laughs> the spitting in the dirt moment. The Scintillander. Yeah. He, he was siding alongside some assassins. I had a, a thought when we were fighting him that it didn't have to be like this. He didn't need to be 
living a life where he's attacking Shalante and what we could do to stop him. So we talked to him about it. I see. He's not particularly judgmental about this. He understands the Cinderlander talks to people. Yeah. We talked to him and, and um, tried to find out what what we could do as a compromise. And what we found, what we agreed, well, well, what we're proposing. What we're proposing. For those of the words I was, yeah, I was looking for. What what we're proposing is that he'll stop attacking Shante if we can make what's the name of his Avian. Avian. If if Avian can be made click. Uh, so I will pause you for a moment there. Um, to remind you of what we've discussed previously, um, you know from reading Thousand Bones that um, he'll respond better to sort of the spiritual argument that yeah. Cinderlander is in evil spirit of vengeance, etc., etc. Yeah. That will make your diplomacy easier if you can get away with lying to him successfully. We're not, yeah, we're so, not doing cool, that. cool. I'm yeah. just checking you. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're that's an option available. Yeah, so we, 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 we decided not to go with Plan Y. Cool. Yeah. Continue. So that, that so that's yep. what what yep. Silver says. We, to, if we the Cinderlander will stop attacking you, if we could make out, if, if we could arrange for Avian to be made collect. Yeah, we've asked him whether or not they would actually stop him. He's he's an old man. He's he, it, it doesn't bring him joy to do this. He's just doing it because he wants to protect his city. And he's and not he, sure how to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we were able to guarantee him that he wouldn't have to protect his city and that he could live in peace, he said that he would stop. I have often wondered if the Cinderlander is truly a man, or the devil Shemek, the spirit of vengeance that our people speak of. Few enough of ours have survived encounters with him to ever learn much, but... I have been. I have learned in your corvosa in your city that he walks there as a man. Does what a man does, and does what a man does. Many people there don't like him either. I have seen none of this with my eyes, though. But I learned things from you today. It's something we'd like you to consider. Um, we don't need a response from you immediately, but. It is something that would protect your protect the Shante forever if it was accomplished. He nods and thinks about this. Avian is of no uh, is of no is of no compelling interest to any of the Shawante. It is a part of our land, but no more so than a part of our land anywhere else in Corvosa's borders. Uh, and it has many have steered clear of it for the Cinderlander has made his warnings abundantly clear but the man is a killer a hunter a predator without pause or compassion or mercy he kills and he kills and he kills our people he hunts them across the plains he kills them when we wake he kills us when we sleep that is all he is there is nothing further there any such deal we made would be one-sided only in his favour. He would continue to kill and kill. He knows nothing else. 
So, <clears throat> um, I'm happy to to, to yeah, respond yeah. to that if yeah. you want. Yeah. I mean, you're convincing him is a function of your social skills. Yeah. So yeah. Don't, don't that's not the GM saying fuck you, you fail. No, yeah. no, no, no. no. I, I, I'm just I'm just coming up with a bit of a blank. That's all. Um, we um, his reputation. We've talked to him and had a, a longish conversation with him. We've spent time with people in the city who know him. He keeps his word. Thousand Bones looks sort of vaguely curious at this because, of course, he's never exchanged two words with yeah. the Lantern, <laughs> yeah. and no Shawante that he's aware of has gotten, like, more than 30. Mm-hmm. It's, um... He's a scary guy, and, of course, he's killed a lot of people, which is a pretty, te- which is a pretty bad thing. But he is a man. And he's getting older. And when he dies, who will protect Avian? From the next Chant and Jack will cock her head slightly and say, from the next Chante party that comes in and kills and kills and kills women and children. A thousand bones just looks back at you with no no real judgment or anger in his eyes and all of this. I can understand dilemma of an old man wondering what will become of his people next he doesn't want to keep doing I I didn't expect this when Silver proposed this plan I said pretty much what you said I said I don't think he'll ever stop but he he's been doing this for a long time since he was 20 and it hasn't gotten him anywhere but if he just stops without he can't stop for no reason and just let it go. He was never able to do that. But he tried it, and it kind of didn't work. He needs something else. He needs another way. It doesn't get any justice for what you, what he's already done. But it does keep your people a bit safer. We are well past justice. What justice could there be if we killed him? If we burn Avian to the ground again, will that be justice, or will it simply be more dead? We'll never bring back the people that have died. The young are eager to fight. They want what they believe is theirs. They want the revenge that they think will satisfy some hole within them. It is only when you become old and have seen the fruits of that life that you know better. I had never considered the Cinderlander in this way, but I have never considered him as a man at all. And um, Jack at that point will look down when he talks about the young want only vengeance. Yeah. Will, will actually look down and not meet his eyes. Yeah, yeah, and he, he sort of sees, like you're not lying to him, yeah. like, hmm, you know, yeah. he sees something in your aura there. Yeah. Because Jack's not into, she's comfortable on the Cinderlander grounds, but she's not keen on the wider. She's not necessarily comfortable with the wider applicability of this. He he had family, a wife and a daughter that was killed when the the Shante invaded his his um, his town. He, he was one of the... Was he the only one or the very few that was... was uh, he survived? was not the sole survivor, but he was one of very few. He was one of very few people that survived. 
kind of loneliness to lose everyone that you love what else could a man do lots of people would do lots of things if some part of his community survived reform his tribe become stronger breed grow that's not the path he chose though it is not So I think we've sure. made our and, pitch. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. he has heard your pitch. He is um, so do interested we... in what you were saying. At this point, we are moving to your social roles. Sweet. Is this a party social? This better be a party yeah, social. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much exactly the same thing. You're moving <coughs> to the Cinderlander. You're just uh, coming at the problem from the other end. So is this diplomacy? There are some other um, issues that Thousand Bones will go into, but only if, which, which are pretty much already laid out for you, but only if he's convinced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, is this um, one person make, I can't remember how we did it with Sindlin, one person makes what? the diplomacy, the rest of us aid? Or? You, you can all roll separately, but you most certainly don't want to do that. Alright. Yeah. So, who's got, I've got a 7 to diplomacy. I got 14. I got 15. Oh, 12. really? So. I, I Come on then. Uh, we would better say a frickin' sentence to him. <laughs> I wonder if we want to let Silver be the primary because we've been doing the talking and Garen and um, uh, uh, Jack make um, assist rolls. Okay, I assist. I can assist too. Cool. Flora coughs. Oh, you, you, you don't need a roll. You've got 12. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a roll. Yeah. Okay, so you that's, a, pl- that's a plus 6 and I need to roll, but I pull it off. So that's okay. plus 8. No pressure, Susan. No pressure, but oh, thousands fuck. of lives are on the line. You want to use maybe one of your cards? To... Uh, I've pre- only got one left. I'm prepared to use one of my. Oh but maybe my use a different dice. I only no. The dice is fine. It has been rolling twenties today. I just it's for like some, some reason well, it's five. like it's random instead of. Um... <laughs> it's not random. It's rolling a five and a three. In 20s and 19s, it's not random, it's either good or bad. You're going the hard way here. Okay, come on, let's do this. Practical reasons. Average roll, okay. Um, Diplomacy, so that's 24 plus... 8 is 32. Okay. Yeah, I it's not amazing, but it's better than I don't have life. any exciting cards, so I'm going to randomly throw the snake by yeah, well, the next. So when you give it to someone else, it's uh, just a, a random thing. Assassination yeah. and a death of ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 32. Oh, is that your card? Yeah, that's the one I'm keeping, because yeah. I drew cards. Thousand Bones listens to all of this. Clearly, giving you a lot of his a lot of his attention, and he nods. You give me much to ponder, and will actively sit there and think. He seems it, it might be vaguely socially awkward for you, but he seems more than comfortable just kind of sitting there cross-legged, close his eyes, and he thinks about it for sort of ten straight minutes of yeah, relative silence. I imagine you're used to, to meditating, and yep. you might be a little bit bored. Just the way it teaches us to listen to the wisdom of those who know, those who know, those who are ex- those who are the experts in what it is we confront. If we wish to know how to ride, we listen to the wisdom of a burn rider. If we wish to know of the land, we listen to the wisdom of a shaman. The old have much wisdom learned from the years, but what it is easy to forget is that the young have their own wisdom too. 
that they see things in a different way, one that is not bent by years of hate and vengeance and violence. I hate the city that killed my son Gaikin. I hate the city that took my son Nakota from me. I hate the Cinderlander who has killed dozens of my Kwa. But hate is not wisdom. It would bring me peace to see him dead. is not worth the price. I hear your wisdom, and you say that he too has listened to it. He has. He is currently withholding action until he has something from you. I cannot, I speak, I can speak for the Skull Qua but I cannot speak for all the Shawante. An area is not... It is not simply a matter of pointing at something and declaring it is now Kalek. It is a matter of it becoming ingrained into the words and the histories and the stories of the Shawante. Such a thing can spread, but it will take time. I cannot guarantee Avian would not be attacked again, but... We will do what we can. So that's what he was um, laying out earlier. At the end of this, you'll need respect and a streetwise check of some difficulty, depending on what your respect is, to yeah. spread the. That's the long. That's a yeah. longer term problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediate one. Um, he says, but were times different? I could speak for the Skull Choir on this, but this is a time of war. We know of the armies your city is building. Crojan knows that he will be called to fight, to use the skills and experience his life has given him to defend the Shuante, to defend our way, to keep what little we have ours, for it is take everything is taken from us, even our lives. Many among the Skulkwa will listen to his wisdom on this as well. I do not know that he will be so prepared to compromise with the Cinderlander. Crojan has made many efforts to kill him in the past. Yes. And the favor has been returned. Uh, Crojan is one of the few people that has actually survived an encounter with the Cinderlander. Yeah. And we have to get Crojan's approval as well? Yep. This was potentially a possibility, and Thousand Bones is indeed telling you that because this is a time of war, Crojan's opinion here is relevant. It is not um, essential, but it is relevant. <laughs> okay. Um, at which point, I wonder if we want to discuss it with Crojan after we get back from the trial? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Thousand Bones is the guy who, uh, again, these are things that come from Silver's sense motive checks, yeah. both now and from his past interactions with them. Thousand Bones is much more heavily inclined to lean towards peace as a concept. That's what he's after. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like he would like his land back, obviously, but he's not prepared to go murder hundreds of Corvosans and lose hundreds of Shuante to get it. He doesn't mm. think that's a good trade. Crozier, on the other hand, thinks exactly the opposite. Yeah. Um, so, Thousand Bones, you are convincing with practicality. Um, you do not need... The, the respect check comes up mm. at zero. As long as you are standing at more than negatives with him, he is perfectly happy to listen to you, your reason and your arguments. Mm. Um, Crojan's one is about the level of respect you have as well as whatever you can socialize him into. Uh, sorry, it's, it's been a long night. Um, functionally, the, the lesson, I, the message I am endeavouring to impart here is the more respect points you have, the easier it will be to convince Crojan. The flip to that being the more time you spend without doing it, the more you have to interact with hostile Cinderlander or yeah. Yeah. whatever that entails. But my money is I don't think we're going to be able to convince Crojan without... Do, doing at least another badass thing. I think yeah. the friend yeah. now might have bought us a little bit, yeah. but I don't think at, it bought us enough. At the point where one of them, where one of any of these people kills the other one, it kind of takes the whole thing off the table. If yeah. the Cinderlander is dead, there's no compromise to be made. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if he murders Thousand Bones or Crojan, then people are going to get mighty fucked off with it for obvious reasons. Yeah. In theory, he could kill Crojan or Thousand Bones, and you could still make the deal with the other one. It'll just yeah, be a right, kind of a harder true. pitch. Yeah. On the other hand, if Crojan and Thousand Bones are going to be hanging out with us, they may not be defending us. Yeah. But I certainly, yeah, certainly from the Cinderland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that would be a very wise move for you politically, not to mention the obvious moral implications. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you have convinced the Cinderlander. You have convinced Thousand Bones. Nice. Cool. Just thing. need the third tick. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we'll we'll go we'll go hold a giant rock over our heads and then we'll try for uh, But I'll point out those are the two most important texts for this. Yes. Yeah. Um, you do not need Crojan to agree to this, you merely want him to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine if we get Crojan then it will spread much quicker. And yeah. likewise you do not need to persuade the Shawante as a whole, that's a long term goal anyway. But you want to. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we haven't reached the point with this where we've got, we can say to the Cinderlander we have made this deal. Yeah, is that is that correct? It. Uh, we can. S- you can, but you do not speak for Crojan yeah. or a number of the more um, war inclined Shalonte. So, yeah. like, if you tell the Cinderlander you've agreed to this deal and then he pops up, Crojan's going to whack him with a hammer. Yeah. So, At which point the Cinderlander will, of course, shoot him in the face. Yeah, so we're better to just have it where, the, where it is now, where the I, Cinderlander knows we're trying. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty ambivalent on that. I think there's arguments to be made either way. Yeah. You know, you might solve some of your shorter-term problems with the Cinderlander by telling him the deal's good, but you might then manifest more problems I in the I think long we term. should wait till we got Crojan, because if yeah. we can go to him and say we've got both... Thousand bones and Crojan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do uh, not yeah. need the last one, and yeah. uh, because the opinions of the wider Shawante are not so relevant here. The Cinderlander hunts in this sort of area yeah, primarily so because he's only one man there's, and he's only got so far he can go. He's also protecting his city as yes, well. So. Yes. Yeah, the Skullquire are the relevant tribe. Cool. Yes, he would he would happily shoot at Hawk Clan if they popped up on his radar. But he's not going to go all the fucking way over to Riddleport just to murder them for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Because he's still, in theory, 
seeking vengeance and punishing the guilty and saving his people as opposed to just fucking around murdering Shawante for the sake of doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's not really true in that the people that burned Avien down, many of them are no longer alive and when you shoot a 20-year-old Shawante, it's pretty damn obvious that he didn't do it. Yeah. But, you know, he's guilty of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't embrace racial guilt, you it, it, you can't embark on a career of genocide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of yeah. those things. Yes, They're thinking all through guilty. the moral implications of your uh, your lifelong quest of vengeance is not really the sort of thing that lends itself to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Batman manages to pull it off. It's true. Mm-hmm. All right, and we begin rolling south. Uh, I'm about to point out it's after 10 now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so shall we leave it there? Or shall we ride to the first dramatic thing that happens and then leave it there as a cliffhanger? Because we can cross two squares in a day. Yep. Yeah, Let Jared look at his random encounter chart. Because my thought is if we're going to encounter a random encounter on the way, we could have the scene of us being surrounded by whatever and then cut out. Uh, among other things... Um, over this time period, you will clip to your um, your two months of payments are due, uh, yeah. um, which I can look at now. We can look at it at the start of the next one, as you please. I'm going to do that at the start of the next one. Cool. Yeah. Um, there actually isn't going to be a dramatic ending point here because um, Thousand Bones will actually approach you. Ba- basically, you ride out of the camp, you travel through the hot sun, Thousand Bones, Crojan, and four other Shawante. Um, uh, his name it jumped out of my head and I still got my notes won't find it again uh, crushes with thighs or whatever the fuck it was oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there are two burn riders and two thunder callers oh, cool. as his escort functionally yeah. awesome um, because they, they make no bones about they're bringing some Breaks of the with better thighs. Breaks with thighs yeah. they're yeah. bringing some of the better warriors and yeah. riders and scouts to keep the important people of the tribe safe yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to just bringing random people um so, uh, you you ride off into the sun, and they're quite literally sort of 500 metres that way. You can see them reasonably yeah. clearly riding somewhat in formation to you, sort of acknowledging you without actually really interacting with you on yeah. On the other hand, when you stop for the night, um, Thousand Bones and Crojan will actually approach your camp and will come and you know, knock on the door of your yeah. hut, because... It's not their style, but they know what a yeah. house looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are um, there, there isn't a dramatic dum 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 point to go out on here because it depends on what the setup for. But basically, over the course of this journey, Thousand Bones will want to have two conversations with various people. Um, one of which is about what's happening with his son Nakota, and the mm-hmm. other one of which is about what the Corvosa Quar are. Ah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. And I want to have a conversation with Thousand Bones. Certainly. And that one I kind of just want to be Jack and him. Sure. You, you have ample opportunity to yeah. do so. Among other things, if you approach the Shawante camp, they don't take that amiss in any yeah. way. Yeah, well, one of the advantages of being a tiny gnome is that I'm not super intimidating to look upon. Yeah, they are, um, they are not friendly to you, but they yep. are not they're definitely not hostile or unfriendly to you. They yep. in fact indifferent to yep. you. And that's progress. Yep. Yes. You have we reached a hard. state of indifference. Dum dum dum. dum. dum.